Hey, how's everybody doing? And welcome back to 125 Unfiltered, episode 10. Very happy to be back to you on this Monday evening after the NFL games yesterday. There's a game going on right now. Pittsburgh is currently playing Washington, and then the Bills and Niners will face off tonight. But there's some good slate of games yesterday, and I want to talk about them. I'll do my NFL recap for today. I believe it was week 13 in the NFL season, and there were some good ones yesterday. So we're just going to hop straight into it, just like I always do. Um, Last Friday, I did not record an episode. It would have been an NFL prediction episode, but I guess for me, if I want to record when there's something good to talk about, and I'm not necessarily uh, the person who loves making those like prediction videos. I might do a couple in the future, but that day, I just uh, was not able to get one done. So that's my explanation for that. But let's hop right into it, and I want to start with the New York Giants, because I did not expect this yesterday. The Giants beat the Seattle Seahawks at Seattle 17-12 to with a backup quarterback. We have won four in a row. We are 5-7, and seven, sole possession of first place in the NFC East. If Washington loses to Pittsburgh, which I believe they will, we will then have a game advantage in the NFC East, plus a tiebreaker over Washington since we beat them twice. And this one yesterday, this was a season-changing win, a culture win joe judge i cannot say how great of a job he has done with this team he has instilled something in this team that makes us play hard every down every time we go out into the field we're getting better we want to play for this guy we are running through a brick wall for joe judge and i have not had more fun being a Giants fan in years since since the year we went 11 and 5 and Odell Beckham had that amazing year taking six yard slants to the house every game but we are really playing some good football right now uh, in terms of stats wise analysis wise Colt McCoy backup quarterback he was 13 of 22 105 a touchdown and an interception he played good enough to win the game didn't make too many mistakes Wayne Gallman I love this guy when we drafted him fourth round out of Clemson, I really liked him. I thought he could be a good back. He didn't quite develop into the uh, the starting running back, which is the reason we got Saquon Barkley. But in Barkley's absence, Gallman has been spectacular. 16 rushes, 135 yards. Biggest play of that game is when he ripped off a 60-yard run to get us a touchdown to go up 8-5. to five. That gave us confidence, saying, hey, we can beat this team. We can beat these Seahawks who... Going to yesterday, we're eight and three. You got Russell Wilson in that in that high-powered offense with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Alfred Morris also had two touchdowns. He rushed for 39 yards, ran for a touchdown, caught a touchdown. But I think the biggest story of the game is the Giants' defense. And I said this weeks ago: this defense had top 10 potential, and boy, have they turned into a top 10 defense. This defense is outstanding. I love this defense. The way it's constructed, the way they play, the personnel that we have. Patrick Graham is not really a name that people know, but he is our defensive coordinator, and he's doing a heck of a job with this defense. We've got Wayne, we've got James Bradbury, one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Basically stole him from the Panthers. 15 million a year, how to pay a price. He holds DK Metcalf to five catches. 80 yards still, but five catches only. You got Blake Martinez. Looked like he got injured at the end of the game. He's a great middle linebacker, a good leader in the middle, tackling machine. But the defensive line, I believe it was, was it five sacks for Russell Wilson? 
five on Russell Wilson, the magician, the escape artist. And Leonard Williams, he had 2.5 of those sacks. Absolutely fantastic game from Leonard Williams. I now see why we traded a third-round pick for this guy. We franchise-tagged him this year, and I'm sure we're going to bring him back because he was wreaking havoc yesterday on the Seahawks offensive line. This defense, they just play hard. This is what Giants football is. Running the football, quarterback play is solid where you don't make many mistakes, and the defense is hard-nosed, and they, they just beat down on people. This is Giants football, and I love it. I love it to death, and again, this has been the most fun I've had watching the Giants. I was not able to watch the full game, but I did watch the fourth quarter. But we, again, we've won four in a row. Where can this team go from here? By the way, Blake Martinez, he had 10 total tackles. Jabril Peppers is fantastic. Great safety, good tackler. Darnell Holmes, I, I believe that's his name. I'm not 100% sure. He had an interception off of a tip pass yesterday. This defense was just all over the field. We held Russell Wilson to 10 points. This is a top 10 defense, number 8 overall. We're top 5 against the rush, 4th overall. This defense can take us places. And we got Bradbury for 3 years, Martinez for 3 years. Hopefully we re-sign Leonard Williams because as the 3rd player out of the draft, this is who everyone thought he would be and he is breaking out for us this season. And, and offensively, again, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. We ran for 190 yards yesterday. Gallman and Alfred Morris are running hard. And this offensive line is playing pretty good. I know it's against the Seahawks. Their defense isn't great. But we are really running the ball effectively, and I am so excited. Next week, we play Arizona. Let's see how we fare against Kyler Murray, yet another mobile quarterback. But this is our division. This is our chance to make the playoffs. We're going to win this division. Again, we are 5-7. and seven. I believe we need to, to have a safe win in the division. We need to win two more games. We've got Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Dallas. I think we'll beat Dallas the last time. Dallas is terrible. For any, for any Cowboy fan that is listening, and I'm not sure, I don't know many Cowboys fans, but y'all, y'all don't have a shot. Don't think that you're just going to beat Baltimore tomorrow and you're going to have four wins and potentially you're maybe going to squeak out a couple more wins. No, the Cowboys are terrible. The Eagles, which I want to get into in a little bit, they're horrible. And then Washington, we beat twice. Washington is trending upwards. I have to respect that. But we already beat them twice. We have the tiebreaker. They would have to win, at this point, three out of their last five and have us lose a lot of games. So this, this division is for the Giants. I give Joe Judge a heck of a lot of credit. I give him so much credit. We were 0-5. We started off 1-7. And and we are 5-7, looking like a good football team. I was texting some some Giants uh, friends yesterday. We actually look like a team who has an identity. And it's, it's amazing. Everything's better when the Giants are good at football. And just to mention, until I move on to the Eagles, the New York Giants, since starting 0-5, have been 5-2. Those two games we lost were against the Eagles and the Bucks by a combined six points. This team is getting better and better every single week. And I know if we keep playing the way we are, especially this defense, we could upset a team in the playoffs. We just beat Seattle. And who knows what other teams we're going to face. Arizona, maybe? The Bucks? We played the Bucks pretty close. The Rams? We played them pretty close. 
start of the season. And that was the start before we really got this rhythm and mojo going. So I'm very, very, very excited to see that Giants football is heading in the right direction. I don't want to get ahead of myself and say that Joe Judge should be a coach of the year candidate because he shouldn't. We've won five games. You got Kevin Stefanski for the Browns. They have their first winning season since 2003. You got Mike Tomlin. You got other coaches. But Joe Judge has done a fantastic job. And I, I can say this confidently. I am so proud to be a Giants fan right now. Because this team is playing hard, they're playing together, and they're playing well, and I love it. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into the Philadelphia Eagles because this has been on TV, and I just want to put my thoughts out there because everyone keeps talking about it. So I'll be back in a few moments. Stay tuned. All right, we're back on 125 Unfiltered. Here, we're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. This has been a big topic of conversation for weeks now. Eagles lose no surprise, 30-16 to the Green Bay Packers. But Jalen Hurts comes in the third quarter for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was 6 of 15 for 79 yards. Jalen Hurts was 5 of 12 for 109 yards, a touchdown, and threw an interception. And it looked for a bit that the Eagles were going to come back. They brought it within 7 thanks to a Jalen Rager punt return touchdown. And now you got everyone thinking. Is this the Foles effect again? Do people like playing for, or in that situation, Nick Foles or here, Jalen Hurts, more than Carson Wentz? Is Carson Wentz not the right quarterback for this team? Is it the coaching staff? Because this team is terrible. They're 3-8-1. They are awful. No offensive line protection. No outside help. Defense clearly can't play well at all, even though they played well against Seattle. But this, this team's a mess. You got trust problems between the quarterback and the head coach. You have, I mean, before this, you're playing Jalen Hurts for a snap, a couple snaps, a drive. They Now they are really pressed to make a decision because, in my opinion, Doug Peterson is coaching for his life. But here's my opinion on this situation. Before this year, I thought, and I'm going to admit to this, that Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott. And he showed it last year with practice squad players beat Dallas to take control of that division and make the playoffs. He has all the intangibles. He's big, he's athletic, he can make the throws, he can make some magic. He's a good quarterback, but something with this coaching staff has destroyed his confidence. They've said it on TV, Dan Rovlovsky, Max Kellerman, whoever, they have broken him. They have broken Carson Wentz and I have no idea how they have done it because he was an MVP candidate his second year in the league before tearing his ACL. And then the Eagles would eventually win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. But something's not right here. So here are the options for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the ownership has a big decision to make. GM, coach, quarterback. Who are you keeping? Who do you believe will lead you into the future the best? And I'm going to give you my opinion right now. And I believe this is the right answer. Number one, you get rid of Doug Peterson. He's lost this locker room. He has no connection to Carson Wentz. It seems like they have never been on the same page since he, since the whole uh, thing with Nick Foles was up in the air with, well, uh, is Nick Foles the better quarterback for this team or not? And all those just came out. Not rumors necessarily, but it showed on the field. Nick Foles was more inspiring. Is Carson Wentz not inspiring enough? Is he not a good enough teammate? So you got to get rid of Doug Peterson. If you believe in Carson Wentz, which, which I do. So I say you keep 
Carson Wentz. You fire Doug Peterson. And you give this thing one more year with a new coach. Keep the GM. If it doesn't work out, clean house. Trade Carson Wentz to Indianapolis or some other team that needs a quarterback. And right now, if you want to play Jalen Hurts the last four games of the season, by all means, go ahead. He's not going to win anything. He's not going to win. This team's terrible. Injuries, no talent. They're just not a good team. But if Jalen Hurts does win some games, then you really have to think about this more. Is Carson Wentz gone by next year and you keep Doug Peterson? Do you you get rid of both of them and let Jalen Hurts play it out a year if he stinks? Then you draft another quarterback. This is a really interesting dynamic because this is a former number one or number two pick. Excuse me. His extension kicks in next year for four years around $128 million. That's a lot of money. That's around $34 million a year, I believe, for Carson Wentz. This is, this is a really interesting development, in my opinion, for the Eagles because this is a franchise-changing uh, decision that you have to make. In my, in, in, in my opinion, the coaching's terrible. Doug Peterson has completely lost it. Why are you running the ball 10 times only to Miles Sanders? I know it was only three yards of carry. Get him more runs. Run the ball more. Why is Carson Wentz, why, even before this, why was he having to make just magic plays? Or why is he overcomplicating things? Something is just not right. So I just wanted to put it out there. I'll say it again. Get rid of Doug Peterson. Bring in a new coach. Try it out one more year. And if Wentz still isn't fixed, you clean house. You start over. Because right now you have cap problems. You can't sign anyone good. You got to rebuild through the draft. So that's my opinion on these Eagles. And personally, that's all I'm going to talk about them. Because they get enough publicity on television. It's a huge debate about whether Carson Wentz is good or not. I still believe he has the talent. I just believe with this coaching staff, he is done for. And you need a new guy in there to develop him and fix his mistakes. The next team I really want to talk about is the Cleveland Browns. I want to give this team some credit. People got on them for a weak schedule, which they did. But they roll into Tennessee yesterday and curb stomp these guys. They were up what was it? 38 to 7 at halftime. Baker Mayfield already had 290 yards and four touchdowns. I don't care that Tennessee came back. They made it 41 to 35. That's garbage time scores. You're playing soft coverage. Baker Mayfield isn't playing with the same uh, intensity necessarily because you're just running the ball, just chewing the clock, just just waiting for the game to be over practically because you got two stud running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But this team really beat down the Titans, who are a good football team. And I, and I said this at the beginning, Kevin Stefanski should be up for coach of the year. And if as long as Mike Tomlin goes undefeat, does not go undefeated, which they might lose the game here or there. This guy might deserve it. Obviously, if Tomlin gets the 16-0, he's going to get it by default, basically. But Kevin Stefanski has done something with this team that the Browns haven't necessarily seen in a while. They have an identity. They run the football hard. They play good defense. That defense in the first half was pretty good. Holding Tennessee to seven points, forcing Derrick Henry to fumble for the first time in around like 375 touches. Baker Mayfield was near flawless. 25 of 33, 334 yards with the four touchdowns. They're getting creative. They're running the football. These receivers are getting open. So, Cleveland's looking good. 
People are saying that they're just going to make the playoffs and they're not going to make noise. Think again, because the Cleveland Browns are coming. And I'm so excited to see them play Baltimore again. So excited to see them play Pittsburgh again. Because I think they can put up a way stronger fight than they did the first time. And any advice I give to Baker Mayfield, stay humble. You came off of a great game. Continue this rhythm. Don't get cocky and call someone out. And then you got the Steelers really wanting to beat you down. Because there have been people who have gone after Baker Mayfield because of his persona. And I think he's handled things pretty well this year. From a media standpoint. And the, and again, there were questions. The start of or middle of the season. Is Baker Mayfield the guy? He played like it yesterday. This team could really go places if he plays like that. Because you got to worry about Landry. got to worry about Higgins. Donovan Peoples-Jones was really highly recruited out of high school. He was a five-star. He went to Michigan. I think he fell to the sixth round. But he had a 75-yard touchdown yesterday. This team is dangerous. And I think it's I think it's good to see as well because again the Browns haven't been good in forever. First winning season since 2003 and they I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. They're not just a team with a winning record. This is a good winning football team. They have their identity. They have found ways to win games good or, or ugly or really really flawless kind of like yesterday even though second half you give up 28 points. But overall this team they're scary, and they can make noise in the playoffs, and I believe they're going to win a playoff game this year. But it all remains to be seen because this opinion could change real fast if they don't put up a fight against Baltimore or Pittsburgh. And then last but not least, we need to talk about the Jets. They, I mean, this isn't funny anymore. I, and I was listening to the analysts on ESPN today, Greg Williams calling a cover zero blitz on a Hail Mary, basically. I know that's his thing, but you got to use, put two brain cells together, please, Greg Williams. Well, you obviously didn't because you lost your job today. But oh my goodness, this is a team that is 11-0, or 0-11, sorry, 0-11. You have a four-point lead against the Raiders. They're at midfield with like 10 seconds left. You blitz seven? Not only that. But you're leaving your cornerbacks one-on-one. Not only that, you've got one of the fastest players in the league. In Henry Ruggs. One-on-one. What do you run? A 4-2-7? What are you doing? Play prevent defense. Rush three. Why do you have a spy anyways? Just rush three. They're not making that throw. And if they make the throw on a Hail Mary, then so be it. But don't leave your secondary players on an island. Just It's embarrassing. And people are joking that they're trying to lose. They're not trying to lose. They are an awful organization. They're an awful team. He deserved to lose his job after that. You don't run cover zero. Blitz. On a Hail Mary. Let alone with a really fast wide receiver on the edge. They're 0-12 now. And I, and I, I also saw something where, um, they're, they're, why would you want to lose every single game in a season? You're a professional athlete. That's embarrassing. That was an embarrassing way to lose yesterday. That's why you got Marcus May calling out. Greg Williams for making that play call. And again, it's it's just embarrassing. And it gets me a little bit fired up because you got people saying they're trying to lose games. They're tanking for Trevor. Have some dignity. And not only that, just be smart. Greg Williams has been a very good defensive coordinator at times. When he was with the Browns, Baker's first year, when he 
took over as head coach. They were looking pretty good that year. Then he goes to the Jets. Now they're te- now he's terrible. Now he's gone, obviously. But you finally had a chance to win a game. And you blow it. Because you had to stick to running cover zero like you've done your entire life. And I'm sorry, Jets fans. But th- th- this is what it is for you guys. Hopefully Adam Gase is gone. And it's got to be one of the worst defensive calls I have ever seen in a game. I'm sorry, there's no other way to put it. There are no excuses, only blunt criticism. Because that, that, was, that was horrible. You fall to 0-12 now. Looks like you're on your way to 0-16. Because that's the closest you're going to get, I think. And other than that, there are some good games. Uh, Lions beat the Bears. Colts got a win. Taysom Hill got a win to clinch a playoff berth for the Saints. The Dolphins won again. Vikings won in overtime. Rams beat the Cardinals. Patriots blew out the Chargers 45-0. And the Chiefs took care of the Broncos on Sunday night football 22-16. And overall, that was the NFL week 13. So thank you so much for listening. I will go I will do a preview of the UNC Iowa game tomorrow because I believe that's tomorrow and we can talk about a little more NFL and some other NBA things going on since my I already did the recap but again thank you so much for listening. It was a good episode today. Very happy to talk about the Giants Giants football being back and I will talk to you tomorrow.